Welcome everybody to another episode of Beyond the Cinema. My name is Tyler. I'm here as always with Ethan. Um, we're sorry about the late post coming at you with this one. Um, I I tore my ACL, so I had surgery. So yeah. I hope that's a decent excuse. But if it's not, we're sorry. There's going to be normal content coming up every Tuesday on this channel. So that's the and a lot of consistency. Consistency. So, yeah. that's the plan. It's, it, it will even be dropping um, uh, another video just this upcoming week. Yep. So. We're back on the ball. Yep. So this week, I guess last week okay. we should finish out Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, this week we're we're talking about last week's news just because yeah. we haven't talked about it yet. Um, but San Diego Comic Con, the Marvel Phase Four announcement. No, um, here. There's a lot. Yeah, of, there's Thor: a lot of, Love and Thunder is a, a lot of properties. Big there. one. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot. Um, I think, and I think that was probably pretty popular just because they announced Takaiwa TD is coming back. And um, they also hinted pretty heavily at uh, Jane Thor. Portman yeah. Thor. Yeah. So that's I. I'm actually I'm really down for that. I dig yeah. it a lot actually. And I, it's kind of weird, but I kind of like the title <laughs> "Love and Thunder." Like it sounds almost like a rom com sort yeah, of deal. Yeah, and it's just got it's, it's. It's. I think it's gonna have that same style as like Thor Ragnarok. You got like yeah. the He Man style logo. Yeah, I, it's super retro, kind of vintage. I like yeah, it. It'll be good. All right, so that's. That's a good one. Okay, let's see. What I else think is there? Just looking at looking at it, um, there was footage shown for Black Widow, and we're now we've got our confirmation that Taskmaster is going to be the, the villain. villain. Um, I'm not a big fan of the costume. They removed the skull from the mask, so I was kind of upset about that. But they Task- also have a history of CGIing their masks. So yeah, so Taskmaster sure. could be good. Um, uh, yeah, so Black Widow, um, it still not 100 percent. it takes place between civil war and infinity war i believe is where it fits in so So it's a it's a good choice um eternals we have eternals and angelina jolie has been cast in it um yeah it's else yeah well she was she was definitely the biggest name it's a lot of but there's oh there is a deaf um actress that was cast in it um which is pretty close to me because you know i'm fluent in asl i grew up in a deaf household um so that's pretty cool yeah really cool so the eternals is gonna be is gonna be a big deal i think yeah because it really i think this is the point where we're gonna be doing some like i i view i don't know where the eternals is going to go but i kind of view it as like your guardians of the galaxy kind of thing mm-hmm. where before guardians of the galaxy i remember they weren't even, big at all even people watching the trailers it was like why who are these people why yeah. did they why did they decide to make this and it was fantastic and so yeah. i have a lot of like really high hopes for the eternals who's the director do you know it's <sighs> one second i can't remember it I he he's done stuff I've seen, but I, I can't. I, I don't think it's a he. Actually. Oh, he Chloe yeah. Zhao. That's right. Yeah, Chloe Zhao. That's right. Chloe Zhao. But yeah, she's not really. She doesn't have a big long repertoire. <laughs> I heard she's a really good director, though. Yeah, Chinese American. Um, what I've film seen director. online. So sweet. And then we got announcements that we already Shit, knew. Yeah. Well, so I think we'll probably just slowly gloss over the Disney Plus properties. Yeah, and but, so that was like a what if WandaVision loki um falcon and the winter soldier Soldier. hawkeye yeah i'm really excited for what if like probably more than anything because there's there's this thing going around online right now where if you look at the logo if you zoom in at like the top 
because what the logo it like in the red shadow they have like different marvel characters and things like that and you can see like captain america's zombie in really? the in the logo which means like it's not confirmed but man if they give us marvel zombies i'm gonna be so excited it's gonna be cool because marvel zombies is like so weird but it's one of my favorite favorite like comic book lines in marvel I'm so glad that when they revisited revisited Marvel Zombies, I was so excited. So and then Shang Chi. Oh yeah, Shang, yeah, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. The Legend of the Ten Rings. We're getting the Mandarin for real this time. Woo. Not that terrible, awful. <laughs> Some people call me a tourist. I call myself a teacher. I really liked Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin and when he was the man, when he was the Mandarin, but and when not he was actor that peed himself. <laughs> yeah, that ruined it. Oh man. That ruined that movie for me. So, and then it's kind of cool because the actor who's playing uh, Shang Chi, 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 Chi. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, okay. Nobody else knows yeah, it, so it's um, fine. <laughs> but uh, he actually tweeted about like, hey, if you guys are trying to cast him like four years ago at Marvel, and then they got him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. That's really cool full <laughs> circle stuff because he was just like, and then he quote tweeted his old tweet and was like, thanks for getting back to me. <laughs> honestly, I'm just like legend. Yeah, he's good. And that brings us to the big news. Um, they not only announced Blade, which is going to be the finale to phase four. Probably. Um, probably. <laughs> it's potential. They've said but there's no release date or anything yet. And they've even like said potentially phase five. But they also announced who was playing him, yeah. and that's Mahershali. So, and that's really cool. Fantastic, yeah, great casting. casting. That was that was a big shock for me because of any property I didn't think they were going to revisit. I didn't think it was going to be played. Yeah, and so I mean, we already know Deadpool is going to be there. We already know that you know, um, Fantastic Four is going to show up. X Men, all of them are eventually going to filter their way in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, we just got back spider-man so blade was a pretty unexpected one i don't think really anyone yeah no, predicted i wasn't expecting coming. that to be like the first property of like getting rights yeah. back yeah when you go with blade yeah which is cool i yeah. like it he's also confirmed to be the first uh muslim superhero which is Sweet. unique yeah, yeah that's so really cool i really like um with just everything that's going on there as well um is is that they're not afraid to like revisit these properties that that because that's one that's been made before wesley snipes like some people are going i think most people who are mcu fans probably won't remember the wesley iteration yeah they won't and he was like really iconic in his own sense yeah in blade and so um i I think that it was a bold move to recast especially because he said that he's willing to come back but I feel like if anyone was going to do it, yeah. I I feel like if anyone could do it, they picked a great person to do it. Yeah. So he's good. I I'm I'm really excited for Blade. Um, All Phase Four looks pretty. I I'm so excited for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. All my life, like looking at everything in Phase Four, I because I loved Doctor Strange, and I think that's probably just because I have a huge man crush on Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) And so, like, when when it was announced that he was going to be Doctor Strange, I was just, like, he was going to become Hyped, my favorite. Yeah. But I loved Doctor Strange, loved him even more in Infinity War. He was great. And then, like, my one of my favorite, or I guess maybe not favorite, but I think one of the best characters in the MCU is Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. With, like, I feel like she just has, like, oh, the yeah, biggest character to be in it. It's going to be Doctor Strange Which and Scarlet cool. Witch. Yeah. And it's, like... That's going to be cool. And they're keeping their same director, but he said he's going to be returning more to his horror past because he's a horror movie director before doing doctor strange and doctor strange was great it was a very rote marvel origin story but 
he says he's returning more to his horror roots Make in this it one. More unique. Yeah. So it's gonna be a bit. It's gonna be a bit it's scary. A little more the, villain, the villain is is nightmare who like feeds off of like fear astral fear and all that he's kind of like magical marvel scarecrow isn't he yeah i think they're gonna be i think they're gonna be doing a she in the oh yeah um but yeah there's no casting announcement for nightmare yet but so that's that's who the villain's gonna be so i'm way excited (laughs) for this like because everything on phase four is exciting because off coming off of endgame it's new stuff kind of yeah we don't really get an ensemble movie that includes characters that we already knew but one thing I do like is that even the movies that are kind of solo style um, are kind of still working at the um, group shared universe thing. Like, you know, Thor yeah. Love and Thunder is going to have, you know, Natalie Portman. It's going to have um, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. I, I can imagine and we'll get some kind of Asgardians and I'm sure, of the Galaxy. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure well. Love yeah. and Thunder, it's going to have to answer what happened with the Guardians after mm. um, Endgame with them. And so it they're going to be in it. Um, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, it may show up on Phase 4. They're still figuring well, it, it out. And that's so. the thing is, it, this is the announcement we've gotten, but it's not like set the in set stone. List, because yeah. there's, there's a picture IGN put up of like, the original phase three announcement compared to what we actually got and it's it was different. completely yeah. different like complete like captain marvel was supposed to come out before infinity war yeah like it, it was a completely different slate or no maybe it wasn't before infinity war but i think it was supposed to be the next one ant-man and the wasp wasn't even announced and so they like it was it was, they changed it yeah it's and so just, as they make movies things change and yeah. develop. So I think what's cool is just, I think that finally we're past that. If you remember like watching Captain America, the winter soldier, I love that movie, but then you're like, where are the Avengers when this happens? Or like exactly. Iron Man three, you're like, exactly. where are the so, Avengers when this happens? And I mean, they've had to kind of start answering those questions. Like in far from home, Spider-Man literally had to list like, what about this Avenger? What about this Avenger? What about this Avenger? Yeah. And Nick Fury had to like, shoot them all down yeah and i mean granted they did it in a pretty like nonchalant way like he was like off world gone yeah (laughs) whatever busy and so um but and so i like that we're kind of keeping the shared universe thing and almost partnering people up yeah making we're we're past we're past the fact that it's not completely separate exactly because you had the avengers and then they all had their own separate like thor the dark world everything was separate and I know there's a lot of... I, I'm glad that we're past that. Yeah, exactly. That now you're going to have... I mean, Black Widow, it's rumored that the Winter Soldier is going to show up. It's rumored Hawkeye. that Hawkeye is going to show up. Um, it's even rumored that Captain America, please don't, is going to make a yeah. cameo. <laughs> and um, because I'm like, he had a good story arc. Don't just bring him back up just so people go, oh, there's Cap. <laughs> um, yeah. But still, I mean, I, I just like that we're still kind of getting this, like, there are other people yeah. in the universe and there are other people who are going to be useful or who are going to be kind of key to some of these other stories plots because i mean a, like a, i think it's cinema sins brought up a big thing in a lot of the marvel movies that like other heroes could have solved the other heroes problems a lot easier yeah so you so kind of have to introduce that kind of element to things. yeah so phase four really excited it's a big long slate we got five tv shows um announced all gonna be good they're all gonna be exciting it's cool that it's original cast and it'll be similar to like your stranger things kind of thing where it's only be like eight episodes it's not yeah. like long running season low budget per episode but it's a big budget so it's gonna be really high quality stuff um other thing this week just today we got a um, it, too. it chapter two 
behind BTS the scenes. featurette. Not loads to talk about there because we talked a lot about Just more looks at Pennywise. Looks really. good. First time we saw Bill Skarsgård in any promotional material for this. For, for the His second first time one. openly yeah. speaking about it. Um, and yeah, it looks It looks, it looks awesome. It too is going to be good. We already know. Yeah, so it's it's announced its runtime is two hours and 45 minutes. Cool. And it's going to be getting so a longer movie. director's cut. So <laughs> I love that. There's a lot to be had in that movie. It's and then uh, let's see, keeping it in kind of the I guess sort of horror genre, we got Zombieland two, double tap, and double yeah, Zombieland yeah. double tap, and that looks awesome. I yeah. mean, I, I I I have you seen? You haven't seen the first I one yet, have you? One yet, and no. the first one is phenomenal. I I love that movie with all of my heart. There's a very short list of like zombie movies that I enjoy. And it's always either the ones that explore kind of different themes of zombies, like I Am Legend, where you kind of get into yeah. the psychology of it. And um, then there's ones that just like completely just trash the genre. And that is zombie <laughs> Like your Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Or, and my, yeah. my, one of my favorites that I recently saw, this one's, it's a little bit divisive of an opinion, but The Dead Don't Die. Oh man, that movie made me laugh so hard. It's just a movie about a town full of people undergoing a zombie attack that literally just could not care less about the zombie attack <laughs> like they all are just so unimpressed with it and so um i mean like uh like there's one character that maybe is like scared and th- that's the only character and adam driver's character the entire rest of the time is just like, like yeah exactly like uh, the first zombie that comes back to life that they see adam driver's been predicting the whole time that there's zombies going around and she's all freaking out and stuff and she goes she was dead and he goes well not really she's undead and then he beats her over the head with a baseball bat and it's just like um, Man, i love adam driver so much. and so, so honestly i okay back to zombie land yeah yeah looks really and good so, and so zombie land is kind of that same genre where it's like they it, it is a little more serious than something like that but it's still kind of just a comedic take on it yeah. And so I, I love, love how they, like, the first the fir- Like the start of the trailer is them like just moving into the White House. They're like, we yeah. live here now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, they just kind of take what they want at this point. Because I mean, who wouldn't in that yeah, sort of scenario? No. You've got no rules to live it's, by. It's the fun, like, if you remember that show they did on Fox, like the last man on Earth yes, kind of thing. It's, very it's that similar. same attitude, but in the zombie apocalypse. And exactly. so you, it's zombie land, but you have that same attitude of like, like let's I just can do, do whatever, whatever I want. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> do whatever I want to. It's and, fine. And I mean, I even the jokes, like, I don't think there was a joke that didn't make me kind of, at least kind of laugh in the trailer. Like, like I really liked the when they meet the like doubles they're double of each gangers. other yeah they're yeah. doppelgangers and all of a sudden the other jesse eisenberg played by that verizon wireless guy pops <laughs> out and it, like that honestly kind of made me go like, like <laughs> um and so uh yeah i i that's another movie that i can just watch the trailer and i can guarantee it's at least going to be enjoyable oh yeah it looks good so, so. happy that was on Land too um, um i don't think there's any other um a trailer for Sam Mendes' 1917 dropped today, this morning. Um, we will a, be getting the Christopher Nolan yeah, the, trailer. Yeah, it was just announced that Christopher Nolan's trailer for Tenet is going to be rolling before Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. um, which is tonight. So there's no... Because they, they did the same thing with Dunkirk. When Dunkirk came out, it, you couldn't... like The trailer didn't get released online. The, that first teaser trailer didn't get released online, but it showed with Suicide Squad a whole movie to show with and so if you saw suicide squad you saw the dunkirk trailer but then like so i went home from the early screening of suicide squad 
and then went on YouTube to rewatch the Dunkirk teaser. It wasn't there. And so I think the same thing's happening with Tenet with Hobbs and Shaw. So I was already planning on seeing Hobbs and Shaw, but I think that's going to get me there. Like, I will pay the nine seventy five for my ticket just to see the trailer. I like that me and you no are both new. seeing Hobbs and Shaw, but not to see Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, so I'm there I'm there for Nolan's next Nolan's next movie. And, and then, I'm he- there for the Jurassic World short hopeful, film that may or may not debut Jurassic alongside World it. short film before it. So, and that's actually the movie we're going to review next week. Yeah. Um, we're we're gonna go. We're I'm seeing it tonight. Um, Ty, I'm not sure when you'll see it. We may see it together again. Yeah. If there's the short film attached, yeah. I'll go see it again. Yeah. Um, so this this episode but, is gonna be up this weekend, and yeah. then our we'll go back to our normal Tuesday release schedule. Yep. So we'll be talking about Hobbs and Shaw on Tuesday. next week. Yep, next on Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, and then let's see. Uh, in other news, um, the Universal Studios, the theme park actually announced they're building a completely epic new park. universe epic universe and the concept art is really awesome i i can't tell at all what's gonna go there um i guarantee we're gonna we're so gonna far. finally get that nintendo world thing because that's I, been announced there's already. also rumored um to be a burke world for how to train your dragon yep. which is really cool because how to train your dragon is my favorite animated movie series of all mm-hmm. time i love that series um and so um i i think that that's gonna be uh really cool there's also supposed to be a lot more jurassic there like they just licensed the name velocicoaster which i hate and love at the same time <laughs> nice one <laughs> but and we're probably there should get, be there should be more jurassic there's, there and there, there will probably be another harry potter expansion because that is I'm what gets, sure gets them all the buckers in their yep. wallet <laughs> buckaroos and it's rumored to be like then i'm sure there's beasts. also gonna be a, oh they're back to the future is gonna make a comeback that there. would be so good i back would be to the so future happy is gonna make a comeback because the simpsons ride sucks <laughs> So Back to the Future is coming back. Apparently, there's going to be Fast and Furious, and apparently, there's also going to be uh, more minions. <laughs> more minions. <laughs> because believe it or not, Despicable Me is their third highest grossing franchise. That move, though, that movie series makes them so much Despic- money. Okay, like was... even Despicable Me three, which we hated, yeah. made so much know, money I it was, crossed the one billion dollar i know i was looking at the box office like biggest box office movies because i was trying to prove to somebody that disney owns the entertainment industry by showing them like box office the past few years i didn't realize that despicable me was like the fourth highest grossing movie of 2017 yep. where it was like in 2017 you had like a, you had guardians volume two you had spider-man homecoming you had your star wars the last jedi and then it's like despicable me three i was like <laughs> are you kidding me exactly and so <laughs> Uh, we can expect more from that. So yeah, that's uh, soon that's to come. They the haven't week. announced the date, but it's yeah. coming soon. So ish. that's our news for the week. So because there's nothing to talk about, we promised we were going to talk about our, our favorite, favorite movies. movies. So you get so, to know us Inception and why we like and Jurassic like. Park. So, so we'll be favorite movies. Um, figured since the channel's new, you're getting to know us and our views on film because we're quite biased. If you, the more you listen, you'll come to know that there are certain franchises that and were, certain directors and actors. <laughs> they were and very stuff defensive we, and protective of. So even yes. if they make crap, we're like, no, no. <laughs> at least it will. At will. There's always movies that will find the diamond in the rough parts of. Yeah. Like even, um, even the really crappy ones. Yeah. You know, it, even if we can admit that they're bad, 
will always find the parts to defend and stuff yeah. like that. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of time just to talk about our favorite movies and like so you can get a bit of an understanding of what our taste in film is. And so I'm going to yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll start with yours. <laughs> so my favorite movie of all time is Christopher Nolan's Inception. I so like I'm putting together a list of favorite movies is really hard. So like we tried talking about like our top what five was it? And we and, just had to scrap it. it and just... couldn't. But like so for me I have this big fluctuation of like favorite movies, but the one that always holds the number one spot and I don't think will ever be like top kicked off is inception and it's it's so one of the things everybody needs to know is i am like christopher nolan's biggest fanboy (laughs) like i i pretty much think that that man like probably poops gold like (laughs) there's there's nothing that comes from christopher nolan that i think is bad like it's all incredible and i think he's just his skill and talent as a filmmaker i think is is incredible that there obviously no film is foolproof or flawless or like without some kind of like flaw or failure but i think i use inception as an example of a movie where i'm like i want you to try and find a plot hole in the writing of this movie you can't it's not possible because, just wait for the comments man. yeah i know <laughs> but it's because he's he's so expert in his craft he does not let anything um leave anything unfinished because very often you'll watch in movies where like in the in Transformers 4 you have like the green screens that they never changed and things like that. I forgot like, about that. Or or like yeah. the the rushed CGI in Black Panther that there are sometimes they do unfinished things. Christopher Nolan in Inception, I think it's there's airtight. there is it's airtight. Yeah, it is foolproof. There is I I personally view that movie as a flawless film. I don't think there's anything wrong with it cuz Christopher I like what I love about Inception is that it can pull in anybody as like a film viewer because especially getting into kind of your your movies that get nominated for best picture your things that people would call like an artsy fartsy kind of film um that it takes a certain taste to enjoy and so i enjoy a lot of things like that and i i love the depth of inception and like how much it gets you thinking and how the story and the characters like move me kind of thing just understanding inception but what's so great about that movie is the concept is so intriguing and there's so much action crammed into that movie and like it's a star-studded cast that even if you don't care for any of that stuff you can really enjoy watching the movie so i i i think you can ask anybody who's seen it very often people will say i didn't understand it but they still really enjoyed it it's not like oh i didn't understand it so this sucks but they're like it was really great i still really liked that movie and it also then gives room for not only like the casual popcorn movie goer but somebody who's looking for more in a film that it it just the performances are incredible the narrative is incredibly compelling and it's something that you just there's hidden things there there's things that you have to like if you've seen it a hundred times you're going to learn something new every time you watch it it's really brilliantly crafted and Hans Zimmer puts together the most incredible score for that movie so I I love Inception I can't remember your opinions upon that movie or what you think about it I I obviously don't have the same love of it as you do but I mean it is a really really well-made movie uh 
the first time I watched it, I'll admit, I actually had to turn it off because it was like hurting my head. <laughs> and I was like, this is, I I tried to watch it at like 2 a.m. the first time and yeah. I just got back from work. I was tired. I think I was sick at the time. I was just done. And, uh, and cause I didn't get the chance to see it in theaters. And so I threw it on TV cause I was scrolling through and I was like, oh, this Inception. got really good reviews. Yeah. yeah. Inception. And I threw it on and I was like this is too much <laughs> and so i had to turn it off and so then like maybe a week later i tried again because you know i kept hearing really good things about it i kept you know and so i and so when i was feeling a little more in the right mind space to kind of get my mind blown yeah, sort of deal i went back to it yeah and it was i mean it's one of those movies that kind of shifts a paradigm sort of like yeah it's one of those movies that kind of changes perspective i one thing that I really like about I honestly did not care for Interstellar. But one thing that I really like in kind of the core values of that cuz that's Christopher Nolan too, isn't yeah. it? Um it, one thing I really like in those kind of core values between Inception, Interstellar, things like that is that he takes actual scientific theories and hypotheses and stuff like that and takes like actual grounded science and even though he doesn't always follow the rules that he should in that science, because I've heard that some physicists have, physicists have problems with in yeah. interstellar and stuff, yeah, he still takes these like real ideas that are just mind blowing, um, and puts them in a real way on screen. And I think that's a really really cool concept. He he basically ex explores theoretical physics, yeah, and does it in like an action movie blockbuster sort of way exactly and that's yeah, like... a pretty cool balance to strike in my opinion and, and every so... everything i guess not everything but nolan christopher nolan is a game-changing director that he changed like every like not everything i keep using that word movies that he puts out change cinema when they come out so like batman begins changed like the superhero thing for a long time that like it completely changed everyone's view of Batman. Like we just came off of the Joel Schumacher movies. And so, so like Christopher Nolan game changed the superhero genre. Like we had never seen anything like it before. And Christopher Nolan, like game changed the action blockbuster with inception. Okay. And like, and so interstellar, like I, of all of his movies, it's definitely not the best. I, I say it's good. It's not great. Like his other movies, I feel his other movies are great. It's interstellar. I feel is good, but like interstellar is the same thing i think every time a christopher nolan movie comes out people are talking about it that people know what it is and it's not just like marvel movie people talking about it or star wars movie people talking about it it's because it's a movie big franchise talking about but the movie community is talking about like this new innovative thing that christopher nolan did <laughs> and so i think that's why inception for me is because i i'm a big nerd i'm a big geek i love my star wars i love my marvel i love my dc i love my harry potter i love my jurassic park i love like the big franchises and that's probably what we'll spend most of our time talking about right. but i i do enjoy maybe not the self-contained story and i i i enjoy i guess more independent film that I, I really love watching indie movies and like every year when the best picture noms come out, if I haven't seen one of them yet, I will go see it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I enjoy those kinds of films. Like I enjoy a film that makes you think it's a, it's a character driven or performance driven or direction driven. I don't need a franchise or like explosions to make me enjoy a movie. I, and so that's, I think why inception for me is like my all time favorite because it brings the two together so perfectly 
that it is a very fun action blockbuster, but it is also like incredibly compelling. Yeah, it's and it's a it's an action movie that if you want to go into it, it teaches you things. Looking at the for same great time, cinematography yeah. and directing and score and sound editing and performances yeah. and writing. It's just it's got it all there. And so yeah, I I love Inception. So that's that's my favorite movie. Um, I think you can keep going i think we can give like 15 minutes to each of us so ah well i think that's all i've got <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> i can talk more about like how much i love it but i'll just say the same things i just said so <laughs> gotcha um okay well then <clears throat> i guess that leaves me to do jurassic yeah jurassic park man <laughs> jurassic even if you i've never met a person who hates jurassic park i've met people who have hated its sequels i've never met someone who has hated jurassic no park. it's a cult classic and it, i don't even think it's a cult classic i think jurassic park is someone once said about the song bohemian rhapsody it's everyone's favorite movie and nobody's favorite nobody's movie. favorite like everyone loves it but, but yeah, yeah like you put on bohemian rhapsody in the car everyone jams to it but you ask people what their favorite movie is not many people say Bohemian. Jurassic. I mean, not, not ask people what their favorite song, song is. is. No, yeah. not many people say Bohemian Rhapsody. I am the guy who says Bohemian Rhapsody, not in actuality with the song, but with Jurassic Park. Um, and I think it's so widely beloved because it ha- it certainly has its like hardcore following who do praise the movie as their favorite movie, and I'm for sure part of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at the shirt. Um, I think I even have like Jurassic Park underwear on right now, <laughs> but. <laughs> But Jurassic Park, even if you're like that one person that I have not met and honest to God hope I never meet who says that (laughs) Jurassic Park is a bad movie and who hates Jurassic Park, um, you, whatever movies this person does enjoy, if they were made after 1993, I guarantee Jurassic Park changed the game for that movie. Jurassic Park revolutionized cinema as a whole. It changed what a blockbuster is. It, I mean, C, not CGI was the main way it did it, but I think it just also changed everything about what people expect from an action movie and from an adventure movie. And um, to this day, it is... I have rewatched the old Indiana Jones. Um, well, not the old Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Temple of Doom. I've watched the old Star Wars. And... I just don't think any of them hold up quite as good as Jurassic Park does. Jurassic Park, to this day, the most out-of-date part of Jurassic Park is the technology and the people's outfits. Like, that's the most 90s, 80s thing. That's a very good point. Those visuals, like, all the special effects. I even would probably say that sometimes I'm more impressed with the visuals from Jurassic Park than I am from the new ones. I would agree with that to an extent because at some point it becomes more about the physics of things because you jurassic world has like literally objectively better cgi it's better technology it's just how progress works if you take a screen cap of one of the raptors in jurassic park and then compare them to blue from fallen kingdom blue is going to look infinitely better i'm sorry it's just true maybe maybe like higher resolution but i still Maybe but, this is me remembering Jurassic Park wrong, but watching it, I feel like the visuals for me, if anything, feel real. They and don't that's feel the like thing. CGI. Is it, it's not. I don't think it's about 
I and I do think that I I think Jurassic World struggled with this a bit, especially with the raptors, and the Indominus, and the T Rex felt a lot more organic to me. But um, but Jurassic Park, it the physics and the weight of the animals. When the T Rex steps, it kind of has this like like you can feel its weight shifting in each step. It has this I I like that's why I say if you take a screen cap of each of the animals, then you can see that one is infinitely better. But watching the movie, one feels a lot may feel a lot more real. But I'll, I'm going to circle back to the dinosaurs because the dinosaurs are what I'm going to rant about most in the movie because that's what I love in Jurassic Park. But even then, what makes Jurassic Park so great is that it's it is probably the most well balanced movie I've ever seen. It has humor. It has it does have some like hints of romance with alan and ellie um it has suspense horror it has action you know it it has like real world science real world building things like that and it just takes everything and balances all these themes really really well the comedy never undercuts the suspense or the tension or anything like that it's always organic and that's probably why i love jurassic park so much jurassic park did give me my start into paleontology into all that stuff because i mean it was like looking at the real thing um even the human characters are just feel so organic and real like they feel like just regular people you know what i yeah. mean and like and every, I, most people can list them by name you ask people who haven't seen the movie in five to ten years and they still remember dr malcolm or ian malcolm dr alan grant ellie sadler john hammond like they remember those names because they feel like organic people you know what i mean and so um even and like the story arcs are really subtle but they're really there like uh the one where alan and ellie's is kind of alan finally being okay with kids and that sort of thing and finally getting to the point where he feels like he maybe can be a dad and you kind of get that knowing smile and then jurassic park 3 was like ah screw that but um, <laughs> hate that part of the movie but um yeah and so jurassic park has an incredibly well balanced blend of just everything you expect in cinema but the dinosaurs and the dinosaurs are to this day incredible i don't th i think jurassic park when it comes to real world creatures and stuff and i'm so i'm not talking about kaiju aliens things like that when it comes to realistic animal building and stuff like that i think it has the best designs to this day even the ones that are inaccurate like the dilophosaurus um just are incredibly well designed the t-rex just feels like such a real animal it walks i love just the way it behaves the entire movie it's not it's not scary because it's evil. It's scary because it's an animal doing what it does and doing what it does incredibly well yeah. at such a massive scale. Yeah, they feel... I always go back to Jurassic Park. Whenever I see any other movie that has dinosaurs in it, I always look at it and go, well, that doesn't look as good as the ones that do as Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Like, And not just like, oh, like the CGI or the special effect wasn't as good. But I just look at that and I just like, that doesn't look like that was ever a real thing. Yeah. But these do yeah i yeah. mean even one thing that i love and i feel like it's an underappreciated part of jurassic park is the sound design every yeah. dinosaur sounds how it looks somehow 
the T-Rex has this like deep trumpety roar, um, this kind of loud bellow. The raptors have this like high-pitched scream and hiss and stuff like that. Um, the Brachiosaurus has these like really low whale noise kind of sounding bellows, you know, just stuff like that. It The Dilophosaurus has the whole, you know, sort yeah. of thing. And um, every dinosaur just somehow sounds exactly how it looks, which is crazy to me. Like, I, I just, I still can't wrap my head around it. Um, and that's probably, I love Jurassic World. I love Fallen Kingdom. I'll defend those movies till the day I die. That's probably the one thing I actually miss about um, the Jurassic series is every dinosaur sounded how it looked. And I feel like we've gotten some of that. Like I felt like the Allosaurus in Fallen Kingdom sounded how it looked. I felt like the Indoraptor sounded how it looked. But like the Indominus I felt was pretty generic. Um, And so, and the Apatosaurus was basically the Brachiosaurus noises. And so I feel like there's a lot of chance with new species to explore that and explore sound design and stuff like that. Because I mean, you you hear the T-Rex's roar and it's like, it is, I genuinely think it's the most iconic animal or monster sound design yeah. of all time. You yeah. hear that roar at, especially the one that happens when the banner falls. Yeah, like, everyone knows that the was the, that's the T-Rex everyone, Exactly. Park. Everyone instantly, I have my text tone as that. And people walk by and go, oh, the T-Rex and stuff like that when it goes off. And so everything about that movie just feels real and balanced the scene i like to explore the most even though i'd say my favorite scene is probably um the t-rex taking down the raptors just because it's so cool <laughs> um you know tossing the raptors into the skeleton and then flipping around and roaring as the banner comes down but i think even though that's not even though it's not my favorite i think the objectively best scene in the movie is the t-rex escape scene and that's because i think that's the best example of suspense in cinema um there's barely any dialogue there's barely any music it counts on acting art direction creature um and sound design and i mean that's what you see in here like like the t-rex even just even before it flips the car and stuff when just taps the car with its nose and stuff like that is so i mean when it flip and then when it does flip the car and the kids are screaming underneath as it just like attacks the car it's not even going for the kids at that point it's just playing with the car like a dog and the kids are screaming and like getting pushed down into the mud underneath it all that is just so real and such raw horror yeah it's like crazy and so i just think jurassic park is i love jurassic park to death i think it's it's for sure my favorite movie and i think it's um, I think it's probably I think it's held its place in- as my favorite, not only because of the dinosaurs and because of you know my passions, but because it is the most well balanced and incredible blockbuster ever made. There you go. So, yeah. yeah so that rounds up our yeah talking movies. about our favorite movies. That's that's us. So you're gonna be hearing a lot of opinions that revolve around those um, two movies yeah. a lot. So and they're directors and everything steven spielberg is amazing christopher nolan's amazing yeah but yeah that everything that we just talked about is that like we're we're both really into movies we mm-hmm. like movies a lot but we, we're not critics we you were not but we also i feel like we also even though we're not you know hired critics or anything like that we also i feel like have a solid grasp of 
the art style of making yeah. movies because not a lot of people i think view making movies as a true art form and i think it absolutely is yeah so and so similar with art everyone has different tastes in it and so this I, we did this for the purpose of like if you continue to watch this show like ethan will talk a lot about, about jurassic that. franchise yep. i will talk a lot about star wars and like christopher, christopher nolan. nolan and so it, it gives you a grasp of understanding where we are as i guess people people who and interpret movies, movies. yeah <laughs> and i just think that we make this because we want to share our opinions we're never going to say like you will find out me and tyler both absolutely despise suicide squad but we're never gonna i don't we don't think it's a good movie but i also we're not gonna disrespect other people for thinking it is yeah. and so we we we're, we're gonna try and be respectful and understanding of other people's opinions while also speaking our own sometimes and, being very passionate yeah being own. very passionate about it you may even see like, like a couple debates yeah. and so yeah we despise that movie i personally absolutely hate all of the transformers movies except bumblebee i don't care that the first one is slightly better it's still bad and so um and so i hate those movies but if you enjoy them more power to you and yeah. so it's just i know some people hate fallen kingdom and hate jurassic park 3 that's fine i i've even heard people really dislike interstellar and inception and yeah. stuff like that and it's just it's a taste thing yep and so we just wanted to kind of give you kind of a little hint at what our tastes are and where our passions are yep. in this sort of so we really hope you guys got to enjoy a taste of like our opinion on what makes film and cinema great and we'll be coming back in just a few days talking about hobbs and shaw so we can look forward to that we'll probably and hopefully hopefully hopefully, hopefully the jurassic short the jurassic well. world short and film. The we'll trailer. talk about that too we will talk about yeah. we will talk about at least the tenant trailer yeah. <laughs> and hopefully uh, battle at Big Rock as yeah. well. So, so exciting week and we'll well I guess exciting talk to you in four three days. days yeah, but we'll look forward to talking we'll just, to you guys soon. Thank you so much we'll for see watching. You next time. Yeah, make sure to leave a like and a subscribe and click the little notification bell as well. That would be really so that way we that can way. keep making these you know, to the best of our That ability. way you know you can keep us accountable for the Tuesday release <laughs> okay. schedule. That if your phone doesn't ping on Tuesday saying we put up an episode, you can send us an email. Yeah, and we'll just have to <laughs> sit down and take it because you hit that notification and we drop the ball. So. so, thank you so much for watching. Have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. See you next time.